Hey everybody, welcome to Dental Voice with Zyrus. My name is Rolando Mia and we are at 2023 SmileCon in person with like real people, not just videos. Today, our guests, and I'm especially excited because talk about an opportunity to really understand and learn from people. We have Miranda Elliott and we have, ready, Dr. Olin Andrew Elliott II. He's given the entire title. <laughs> and on all my name tags, I always have to put my nickname, which of course is Andy. So. <laughs> so during the course of this discussion, something that we, in dentistry, there are a lot of situations, there are a lot of circumstances where dentistry is very much about community, about engagement, and also about family. One of the things that we want to explore today and what we want to talk about, which is absolutely amazing, is the fact that Miranda is going to be going to the University of Kentucky Dental School. Hopefully. Hopefully. They All accept right, me on December 15th. So <laughs> that's what we're going to do. But here's the thing, though. This is, Miranda hasn't just, although it looks like it, hasn't just graduated from college. Miranda has had quite a career during new, doing numerous things. Also, Dr. Elliott has been an incredibly powerful force in dentistry not just at the state local level, but also with the American Dental Association at a national level. And he's got a lot of things. Talk about a little intimidating, or is it? So what we want to do is understand how or why, after having such a, having been doing all sorts of other things, Miranda's decided to go back to dentistry and what the dynamic is around that, or whether or not there has been a dynamic. So first of all, thank you so much for joining us. And we really appreciate the fact that well, when you're willing to spend the time and, and willing to share your story. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yeah. You're so very welcome. We need to understand. We need to understand. So first of all, you are obviously father and daughter. Yes. And before you decide to go to dental school, you've done a bunch of things. What are some of the things that you've done? So first, I actually went to law school. I went to Tulane University in New Orleans. So law school. Excellent law school. Um, and I knew by the time I was in my last year that it was not for me. Uh, for several reasons, um, but then I thought, what am I going to do, right? Because you have a plan for your life, and then you say, oh, I'm not going to do this. I now, don't want to do that do anymore. Do? So I thought, okay, you've got to, let's just take a job and take a minute to cut reset. So I took a job as a retail manager, um, and I worked for great companies like Alex Anani and Cole Hahn, which my father loved for the shoe <laughs> discount, right? I finally got benefits. <laughs> I, I could get a discount on shoes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Get a job there. That yeah. developed a good skill set that you really don't get going to law school, which is um, the sales side and um, a little more customer facing. Yeah, the engagement. Yeah, oh, engagement, really which luckily I inherited that from him and have that no. natural speaking ability and, you know, love engaging with other people and learning from other people. So after that, I worked for hotels for a little while as well, and I still have a part-time Hilton job, which I love, and I will try to keep forever if I can, um, because also you get a great discount as a Hilton employee, so that's always a fun <laughs> Another <thing>. advantage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but I knew, um, really, I kind of knew I was going to come back to dentistry. So wait, wait, holy cow, law school, and then... Well, she also attended Hofstra University. In New York on Long Island, and that's where she got her business marketing degree. So wait, wait, wait. Your father is an incredibly accomplished, successful dentist. Yeah. 
did you not want her to follow your footsteps into dentistry? Well, I think obviously naturally you would want your child to follow in your footsteps. Right, and, right. and my wife is a nurse, so both of us are science individuals. Yeah. And she had a, a tendency more towards mathematics and things of that nature was always kind of her, right. her strong suit. And I never wanted to push her into something she didn't want to do. You know, so the idea was is let her discover and, uh, of course, I, I would have hoped that she would have discovered it a little earlier. But... <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I can see. Oh, my we God. We actually blame him because when I was very young, I wore my little future dentist outfit to the office. And I went in, but he wouldn't let me work on real patients. <laughs> so, so it's your it fault. Was, I thought, well, then I can't do this, you know. So, so one blames him. When she came, first of all, how did you come to the realization that, you know what, I want to go into dentistry? What was the, help us understand, because you, you clearly have, you know, you've done a lot of different things. And, and what, what brought you to that? What was the decision behind that? And did it have an, anything to do with the fact that you were feeling, uh-oh, I don't want to do this because of that, or I want to, how did you get there? So when you're younger, you know, you really don't understand what things are the most important, I guess, no, no. or what you value. When you're you know. younger, that's when you know it all, is oh, that right? Yes, more like, um, and you think you know what's important, or, um, oh, I want to do this because I want to be different, or I want to do right. this um, and make my own way, you know, but as you get older and develop a little wisdom, you learn the things in, that you value more, like a happier work-life balance. Um, Very and important. having a stimulating career that you are happy in and not um, have a miserable day or not have um, you're not being challenged all the time and I am equally right and left brained and I love being challenged on both sides I cannot stand being bored or having only one side of my brain functioning so wait a minute this have anything to do with dad or was there any uh, uh, apple well, falling from the tree so, or? you know I get to watch him even 40 years later love his career right and know that my dad was at all of my sporting events. My dad was at everything. We went Good on dad. vacation together. And my lawyer friends, uh, they are not. You know, they do not get to go to their kids' events. They are always in the office and things like that. I was like, this, I don't want that. So was <laughs> I, it, I can't do that. Was it a was it a slow burn or was it a no? I'm gonna do this. What was what was that? I think. It, I think I thought about it a lot, a little bit longer before I actually told him. But once I told him, you know, it was a, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to dental school. <laughs> and, well, was, and my oh. response, when <laughs> she came to us and she said, I'm deciding I'm going to go back to school. And I'm thinking, so you're going to get an MBA? You know, something she's done along those lines. Yeah. And, and she said, I think I want to go to dental school. And my first response was, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> but. A very great story oh. that I have to share about her is yeah. we always uh, took her, my wife and I, we took her to dental meetings, always. You so know, she's I mean, been to this for, yeah. well, my oh whole gosh, life. I being mean, the president of your the state association, state, yeah. being a delegate, involved on the American Dental Association level that. with the committee so, yeah. on the new dentist. And so we always took her with us. And uh, so when she was looking at, uh, she had been in involved with the, the student association at the law school and... Uh, she said, Dad, she said, I've decided um, 
I, I don't want to be a dentist, but but I, I have to marry one because she said <laughs> dental meetings are fabulous. She said dentists like each other. Yeah. They enjoy each other's company at, and at the meetings and they network. But she said that's not the way when we went to the bar association meetings. They were, very different, right? Yeah, very, very, different. very different. No, I, well, I, it cracks me up that I could imagine what you were thinking like, what? Wait, you want to marry a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, anyway, so yeah. so it was it was that. When uh, when you discovered that, how hard or what was your initial reaction and how hard was it not to just jump in and say, all right, here's what you got to do. Here's where you got to go. Or did you? Well, I mean, I really probably, to be honest, was probably a little more negative at first because I, well, I thought of the debt. You know, I mean, I'm obviously being involved. I'm very aware of the debt. And, you know, she went to law school, so she has debt associated with that. And so I, I really thought of the dead, and I was afraid that she was going to hinder herself so much. But the more my wife and I talked, the more I realized that I wanted her to be happy, you know. And I've been so happy in dentistry that why would I there want? And, and obviously, as a dad, you want your child to follow in yeah, your footsteps. Yeah, and I love, I love, you know, it's interesting. As much as you have a passion for dentistry, as much as you have you you contributed, your first reaction when she said that is, whoa, wait a minute, are you, you know? And that that's so cool. Did he share that with you yes. when that happened? Yes. And what? How did that make you feel? Because uh, death I knew he is would come real. Around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like unfortunately, big very. Time real. Um, I was fortunate to have a scholarship in law school for a significant chunk of my tuition. However, that wasn't my whole tuition, and I still did have to take out yeah, student loans yeah. already. And they really don't do a good enough job at explaining the different types of loans to you. They just say, oh, here, take this money. And you're like, sure. And you have no idea. You really have no idea. So there, there needs to be a lot, a lot of reform on teaching people what each loan is, what that means for you um, in the future, and tell you how often they can be sold. <laughs> you know, you, I've been, I think so, my so student loans many, have been bought yeah. out six times since uh, I've been uh, done with law school. So um, that was a concern. And I did think about it before I made that decision but in the long run, I knew that it was a stable career. It was going to be a good career choice, and I would be able to pay it off eventually. So it would it would so, work out. You know, mid career. I mean, not mid mid life. As as you're 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 as you're maturing. And here's the thing. I, I'm not age is just a number, but it's also the experiences you've had. You've already been through law school. You've worked in multiple places. You've had that experience. You've had the opportunity to experience and observe what's what happens in your in your dad's practice. What is it specifically that made you, what, what would you feel was the hardest or the biggest problem you had to solve to make that decision, to go back to law, uh, dental school after you'd been in law school? And what was that? Probably is the debt in general. I think that is the biggest barrier or um, me thinking about the money aspect. Because you, under, you understood that from, because yes. a lot of young, young individuals, young professionals, they're just like, I'm going to go to the you had, you know, I'm going to go to dental school. Oh, yeah, sure. But you had that perspective. If, for people who are sitting there and they're going, wait, I can't because of, and debt is the, I'm going to call it the big, gigantic, you know, bump in the road that, that's stopping them. What advice would you give them to help them get past that? I got really good advice at one of the um, sessions earlier this week, actually, about, hey, don't feel guilty about... Huh. Don't feel guilty. Taking more loans and that you are increasing your earning capacity and that is the focus right now. 
because you'll get through it after. But the focus right now is get through school, do all of these things that you need to do in school to be successful after, and then you worry about that. That, yes, it's something you should be aware of, but also that don't feel guilty about it. So I thought that was a really good I I love the context around that because it empowers you. It enables you from the other side, having coming at it from the already being in place. What was it, or was there advice that you gave her to help her? Well, yeah, certainly, get and then having the, the experience through the American Dental Association and, and knowing what all we do as an association to, to help you know dental students and new grads and the opportunities that we have to help with student loans and help with trying to lobby for student loan forgiveness and, and those types of things. You know, I, obviously, I think she had a great resource that she could go to with, with both me and what I have experienced myself. I mean, I. I've told the association at different times when I was speaking that, you know, I'm a product of the ADA. I mean, I've never not been a member. Well, yeah, I've yeah. been involved because uh, my grandfather always said, if you're not going to be involved with your profession, don't complain. And that is huge. Was he a dentist? Or? No, he was not. He was an insurance salesman, actually. He worked for but, Woodman of the World. But think think about that, 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 the context. If you're not going to be actively involved in whatever association you are, why are you doing that, right? You need to be active. And, and I, I had those resources that I could share with her to help her understand these things. And, of course, being here at these meetings, which is, is the thing that she's loved yeah. to attend all of her life, is dental meetings. Yeah, but so. but from, a, from, a, from, a, from, a, from the experience of being her, from a father, from a personal perspective, what was the advice that you gave her? And how did that kind of connect with what you had learned about don't feel guilty? Yeah, and we've just talked about that some here, you know, with that and the, the concept. But your natural instinct as a father is protection. And so that's right. why that first response I had was kind of one of, of, Are of you fear. Sure? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a lot of debt you're going to be entering into. And because I'm aware of those numbers, you know, well, mine was nothing compared to what students. Right, 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 right. But being involved again with the association, I'm very much aware of what we see as average debt and things of that nature. And quite honestly, she's already thought about considering specialty. So now we're talking about additional, additional time, uh, you know, so wow. and a lot of the patients say, well, will she be coming back here? And I said, well, I don't know. I, you know, I said if she becomes a specialist, there would certainly be more opportunities maybe to come back or if she wants, uh, you know, to come back. But, you know, we are in a rural area of our state. And yeah. so, you know, as a generalist, it may not be the best option to come back to our part of the state. But if she specializes, you know, well, then, then it, it, it would be. the the, yeah. the opportunities of care yeah. for your patients. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. How, how does it, is there, would you say that you have a, I'm going to call it a, a step up because right there, right there, like you can touch them. You have the ability to say, "Hey, Dad," or do you feel that you sh- you you can't really lean on it that way? Oh, I think I'm very fortunate because he's always been very transparent too with um, everything <laughs> in the office. You know, I get to do the office manager roles. I know our numbers. I know all the financials of the office. I've got to see the financials go through the ups and downs of the economy. So you things like, get so the I business know. of yes. dentistry. And, yes. And even with that, yes. you're willing to enter into yes. the business of dentistry. Yes. That Absolutely. is so cool. Oh, my goodness. But I think that's a great advantage yeah. for me because I do think some people have the idea of, oh, you just go to dental school and you'll just make all this money and do these things, right? But you have to be aware, too, that the economy affects you 
in a huge way, right? So, and, and where you practice is gonna affect you in a huge way. Um, and you need to know you can still be successful though, or um, even with a heavy Medicaid population, you can still be successful. Um, and that's an important area you need to serve and be in those areas and provide care for those people, but know how to balance that and still that. Be, be able to support yourself because you have to be able to do that as well. And her being your daughter, did it change or would it, did, does it somehow change kind of the advice that you give or does it influence it in any way? Well, certainly. I mean, you know, you're looking at you're a little closer to the situation. So you know, <laughs> I'm paying attention yeah, to this yeah, one. Obviously. And it's not like we're abandoning her as far as her, uh, her yeah. debt and things of that nature. We're obviously helping living expenses and things of that. But uh, and she's earning while she works in the office. That's she's, right, because she's, she's still yeah. she's still able to do things. So this even is not just a free, you know, hey, yeah. dad's taking care of me, free right. ride, we're all good. But, yeah. you know, I've been uh, in my involvement. I've also gone to the dental schools and talked to students and been involved with that. So I try to help, you know, not just other, not just her, but other people who are into, interested in attending dental school or going into the profession because it's a great profession. I mean, oh, yeah. dentistry. And see, I grew up in a grocery store. My father ran a grocery store. Again, worked in a family business. I love so, that. And so I've always been around the public. And so I felt that closeness to being with people, obviously, and uh, and compassion. That helps a lot, yeah. right? And, and our faith guides us, too. So we're, you know, we're very huge. strong in our faith. And so we believe that there is a, a responsibility for service. And uh, so what better way than to help him serve people through dentistry? You oh, know? But it's been such a great profession for me. Why would I not want her to do it? You right, know? right. Yeah. Well, I, I still love the, hold on a second. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this. You're, you, when you looked at the, where did you graduate from dental school? 1983. I'm actually going to celebrate my 40th anniversary from dental school this weekend. We're having uh, from Kentucky. Uh, which, from which University school? of Kentucky. So. Holy cow. So wait, did that influence your decision for which dental school you were going to? Just, I just mean, curious. I did apply Inquiring to both by. state schools, Kentucky and Louisville. I did apply to Tennessee and North Carolina as well. Obviously, in-state tuition, um, especially for me as right. non-traditional, would be ideal. So and that was another thing yeah. that I was saying. You don't need to consider out-of-state schools. <laughs> yeah. you know? Not like, that, not that I, state yeah. tuition. Uh, Too much extra debt. You know? But you can't help but want, I mean, it would be great if I get in yeah. Kentucky and he can white coat me, right? So that would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, <laughs> it would be great. He'll be a big, gigantic ball. Of <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> I could see this. Are you sure you want to do it? Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, so, obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, it's 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 really important. The dynamic between the two of you is, uh, you know, you can feel it. It's it's I, I love the, the transparency. It's wonderful that you've had an opportunity. The fact that you kind of, quote unquote, grew up in this yes. environment, grew up in in understanding it. You're kind of seeing it eyes wide open yes. for young and not you're young. And I, I'm not trying to, to for people who don't have that level of yes. experience that education, that knowledge, what advice would you give them as they're looking at pursuing dentistry as a career, as a profession? What would you tell them? And it, based on everything that you have here, because not everybody has like, you know, a, you know, a, a superhero <laughs> as a mentor or somebody who can go to, what advice would you give them? That twofold. One, find the de a dental meeting in your area and go because that's somebody. That's how you're going to get connected 
two people who can be your mentor because there will be somebody there who is absolutely willing to be your mentor. And that is something that kind of drew me back to dentistry as well. I mean, I have a whole bunch of dental uncles, right? You know, they love me and, and I aunts. love them and aunts, and aunts. And yes, yes, who have been excellent resources, who have let me shadow in their offices, um, who set up shadowing in other offices. Um, I was able to go shadow and watch the Yomi robot all day in oral surgery oh, in Phoenix, wow. Arizona, which was incredible. So thank you, Dr. Anita Elliott out there, uh, right who also has my same last name. So she's <laughs> basically And my a aunt. colleague of mine um, who I met through association with yeah. the, the Dental Association. So yeah. being involved yeah. and we've been lifelong friends like Dr. Comia. We've yeah. been you know friends ever since. And, and so she served as a great resource, a, a woman dentist who's been very successful. So I sent Miranda out to to her to, to see and she's she get, let her go uh, had friends that she put in their offices so she could go to an orthodontic office an oral surgery office a periodontist and office besides her general practice office there in uh, so Phoenix Scottsdale it's about getting and really taking Connect. the time yes. connecting that's that's yeah. kind of the message and Ronaldo it. you mentioned I think that was the start it's a dental family you know yeah, and she just yeah. called them aunts and uncles yeah. and it's really I mean, it true is. you know the dental family is very supportive of each other and for those people who don't have a parent, there will be somebody who will be your parent. That's somebody huge... will will do that. One hundred percent. Doesn't matter what state you're in, where you're from, small town, big town. Go to a meeting, local meeting, because that's how you'll find them in that's, the first place. That's really. Important. And then the second piece would be to get in the office as much as possible and do different roles in the office. Everybody thinks, oh, just go be a dental assistant. Yeah, I'll just that's go follow. Cool, but you need to go work up front a little bit. You know work with the insurance uh, collections and things like that. Do the HR things because as a practice owner, even if you're not a practice owner, um, 